0: American Timelines is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Oh, okay. So now
1: I'm obsessed with time. Recording for two seconds. How good is it so far? Oh, 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 uh, yes. oh, 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 oh. You like that? No,
0: flirty fishing was oh, part yeah. of the Children of God cult, oh. and the the leader would send his flock out and prostitute themselves to try to get new members into the cult, and that was called flirty fishing.
1: Flirty fishing, like trying yeah. to flirt with people and see if they could well, join they were the like cult.
0: prostituting themselves. Oh, for sex. Mm-hmm.
1: Where was this? In
0: California was it? in like the 70s. Wow. Well, anyway, um, I'm should we start? Sycamore Brewing Drippy. We didn't start, we have a start first.
1: It's gonna be a big deal that you're back.
0: I know nobody's listening, so it's not like no. I mean, I don't know who
1: they are anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty sure nobody, nobody. Know, no listens anymore, right? But there's people that listen, really.
0: Well, this is for them. Yeah,
1: I mean, they're probably—I mean, a lot of them are probably pissed that you were gone.
0: No, nobody cares.
1: No, I think the people who listen like you mm. and don't like care for me. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure.
0: Just Brent Nelson. <laughs> yeah,
1: Brent Nelson's—he's—he doesn't big speak for everyone.
0: Percentage of the population. All right, you ready to start? Yeah. Welcome to another episode of American Timelines. Oh, uh, isn't that a I'm nice... I'm Amy ref- and that's Joe.
1: A nice... Ref- I'm Joe, yes. Isn't that a nice, refreshing voice to hear? Aren't oh, we so glad to hear you. that again?
0: I just... I'm here We're so for a glad- special episode. I think a lot of people
1: thought I might have murdered you.
0: Or, yeah, or I, mean, I might have just finally left you. I might have finally just... You
1: finally came to your senses and left. But you're still here with All the abuse I
0: finally said. Forget it. Abuse? no I'm i don't abuse it. you i know you don't
1: i don't i would never hit you because you could kick my ass but i think there's a lot of people there's that a lot thought, of
0: sexual harassment that goes on in our f- relationship oh there is i'm gonna have to say i don't it's
1: not her harassment is defined as unwelcome <laughs> <laughs> and so that way it's not it can't be because it's welcome oh, okay you married me I like know. you're into my
0: bod i am but like, there's times i see you checking out I'm my busy. abs
1: Sometimes you're busy. Yes. Sometimes I see you checking out my rock hard abs. No, but they, people thought, I do think people thought I may have killed you because like the Gabby Patino thing.
0: Oh. Like, because they
1: were like a true crime. I think they were a true crime. No, they were just a van life or
0: whatever that is.
1: Oh, they were. But I thought they focused on true crime or something. No. Oh, well. Were they reality YouTubers or something? Yeah, they were.
0: So anyway. I, think, I do
1: think people thought you were dead. But guess what, everybody? In your face, we got to time stamp this. So this proves mushroom stamp? Still, mushroom stamp to, it? <laughs> you're harassing me now. I know. You have to mushroom stamp the time so they know you're still alive. Yes. So.
0: Hold up a newspaper with yeah. the current date on well, it. We
1: can't do that because this is an audio Oh, meeting. right. That's so true. So you'd have to just say the date.
0: Oh, but, is it? It's October the 3rd, 2021. Yeah. But that might. But not I could su- say that you could say anytime. that anytime, any
1: time. But say something that happened today. Yeah. Um, I don't fucking know.
0: I'm gonna pay attention. Is
1: there anything that happened in the news that's notable? Did you watch SNL? No, you didn't watch that last oh, night. Oh, I saw
0: the school board meeting mock-up of on SNL. Oh, you did. They did a. I think it was the cold open or something where they had all these crazy people at the school board meeting.
1: Oh, I didn't see that. I was trying to watch last night, but I fell asleep because Owen Wilson was hosting. Yeah, that's I, right. And I'm so we're so old now that I fall asleep all the time. Yeah, I know. Me and I wake up and I don't know what's real. Like I woke up and I honestly couldn't tell. I was very groggy. <laughs> oh, I wasn't drunk, but I couldn't tell if it was really Owen Wilson or if somebody was playing Owen Wilson. Oh! Like yeah. I, I, st- I stared. at it. I was like, "Oh God, boy, this guy is a great Owen Wilson."
0: And then you realize it was him.
1: I didn't realize. I think I was like, "God, that guy's really good, at Owen Wilson." And then for a minute, I was like, "Where is that Owen Wilson hosting?" Maybe. And then I was like, "I'm too tired to even think about this." So I turned it off and I went to bed. That was a great story. Isn't that great? All right. That but Owen Wilson's almost doing a character of himself at this point, don't you think? Yeah. Anyway, that's Owen Wilson was on SNL. Amy's alive. Yes. We're doing September, so we have thanks to TBJ and her sister Tiffany, who are work. I mean, her sister, Tempest. Her sister Tiffany, Tiffany and her sister Tiffany, and Tempest. They were on last week. They're working on a true crime podcast. Cool. called Six Degrees that they want to put together, so they're practicing with us. And thanks to Gruff, who's been filling in from the Loud and Gruff Show.
0: I know, What listening to you two <laughs> choke through <laughs> a true crime story is stupid. quite entertaining. Two guys that don't like true that crime hate true talking about it. That'd be like then, me doing a wrestling story or something.
1: And of course, I pick somebody whose voice is a complete bark all the time. Yeah. Like his gravelly voice, but uh, he's a great guy, and he's probably the guy that I have the most rapport with like the guy i know as yeah. close to his, as well as i know you so yep and, and he's up for anything that's the cool thing that's why i like loud and gruff because i can just bring up anything and he'll yeah. have something to say about it so but with all that amy's back i don't know if she's always going to be back she's still you're still very busy aren't I, you uh, yeah you're tired yeah. you're busy you have your 18 covid shots you've got your
0: yeah i'm, I'm struggling i got my booster and uh it kind of Threw me for a little bit it of a loop. Your
1: ass this week. yeah, yeah. You've been out of it, and so I feel for you. But you're still she's powering through because she's got a great story. Yeah, September 1953. So for a little while, you might only just t- make an appearance when it's a good story. Is that yeah, what you want to do at this I think point? So
0: for a little while, yeah,
1: we'll see how next week goes. Yeah, if you're up for it. But right now we're in September of 1953. Amy's got a great story. That's good because I. I have, have a a bu- I have nothing. i have just garbage, like oh, dumb okay. shit. That's
0: oh, great! So fast forward for about 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's not
1: going to take very long because I don't, I didn't find anything good. I'm like struggling at talking. Like mine's mine's pretty long, so that's oh, probably good too. Oh, that's good. So we'll start. Uh, oh, you never gave me dates though. Oh, you know what date yours happens? It's
0: September 28th. Okay our anniversary it's our
1: anniversary so that's why we got married that day so that'll be good so we'll get to the end of my stupid crap and we'll just go
0: so let's burn through my crap and get to Amy's awesome murder I guess I should stop giving security question answers on our podcast huh
1: Yes don't give out our anniversary and yeah Amy's really bad at answering I know, the stupid Facebook obviously What was the make and model of your first okay, car Okay you don't and have to How rub many it children in? do you have
0: Nobody and I didn't answer that What's the last four digits of your social to do. nobody number? asked me that <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it's all the fishing stuff yeah. that's big now. Anyway, September 4th, 1953. We're jumping in here. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you know that the the discovery of REM sleep was first published by researchers Eugene Azarinsky and Nathaniel Kleitman. And did September they sing, 4th.
0: losing my religion. Lats
1: me in the corner. Yeah. Leonard Bernstein. zabba dabba dee zaba da Leonard Bernstein. What is that? That's an R.E.M. song, isn't it? Where they just name a bunch of things. And that's it's Billy Joel. It's the of world. Oh, you're thinking of that song. Yeah, that's right. Leonard that. Bernstein. zabba dabba Leonard Bernstein. That's enough. That's the one. All I can remember is they say Leonard Bernstein. Uh, I just remember because Muppet would always sing that at karaoke. Okay, let's go. What if somebody only saying that and we didn't start the fire over and over, like back and forth, just and just songs just listening. shouting words, thinking,
0: shouting, shouting words. nouns, <laughs> shouting <laughs> nouns, uh,
1: and then and then after that, somebody gets up there and does the Two all beef, petty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions <laughs> on a sesame seed bun. All right, September fourth, nineteen fifty three. You remember that Big Mac song, that yes. commercial where they s- shouted that? Yes. This is how bad my white trash school was in middle school. There was a kid that could that memorized all that, mm-hmm. and like he got to do it in front of the school every time we did an assembly. Okay, before we start the assembly, Nuh-uh. we were this kid up to yell the Big Mac. What? Didn't
0: there, every kid know all the words to that?
1: At the beginning, they didn't, and everybody's so amazed that this kid knew them, I guess. I don't know. It's just a weird memory. That okay, is so weird. That's dumb. Are you sure and it's not a dream you had? I went to a very weird white trash school. We watched Fat Boy Disorderlies for our Christmas Movie. Oh my god. September fourth, nineteen fifty-three, that same day. Yeah. We have our first <laughs> birthday. Amy. Amy birthday. <laughs> Amy <Hitch> birthday. <laughs> Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, American actor, was born in New York City, New York. You know who Lawrence Hilton Jacobs is? No. He was the fifth of nine children of parents Hilton Jacobs and Clotilda Jacobs, attended Wilkes University for a short time before his acting career took off but he began his acting career in the summer of 1969 as he graduated from the High School of Art and Design in 1971. Notable alumni include Tony Bennett, Fab Five Freddy, and Play from Kid and Play. Afterward, he studied acting with the Negro Ensemble Company and the Is it Lawrence Fishburne Theatrical Ensemble. Nope. Lawrence Hilton Jacobs played Freddy Boom Boom Washington. Oh. Uh, welcome back, Cotter. Okay. Uh, he was in some other awesome stuff. Like He was in... Um, Cooly High, I think, and there was something else big he did. I can't, oh, I've already forgotten. Anyway, yeah. I, I can't skip Freddie Boom Boom Washington. He's the best.
0: Yeah, he is pretty good. Yeah,
1: you liked him, and you had a nickname Boom Boom for a while, didn't you? Because of him?
0: Well, I gave myself that nickname mm-hmm. because I talked about how stupid know. it was when people give themselves nicknames. Oh, so you gave yourself. So that I, name. yeah, I don't remember exactly how it started. You're a
1: cute little Boom Boom. And then September fifth, nineteen fifty three, was a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the United Nations uh, rejected the Soviet Union's suggestion to accept China as a member. Oh. And that's all I have on that. On okay. September 10th, 1953, Swanson sells its first TV dinner. Oh, and it begins. The first TV dinner, yes. It begins. Several smaller companies had conceived of frozen dinners earlier, but the first to achieve success was Swanson. The first wow. Swanson brand TV dinner was produced in the United States and consisted of a Thanksgiving meal of turkey, cornbread dressing, frozen peas, and sweet potatoes. Yeah. It was packaged in a tray like those used at the time for airline food service. Each item was placed in its own compartment. The trays proved to be useful. The entire dinner could be removed from the outer packaging as a unit. The tray with its aluminum foil covering could be heated directly in the oven Without any extra dishes And one could eat the meal directly from the tray
0: It's genius The
1: product was cooked for 25 minutes I'm hungry for one right now At 425 and fit into a TV tray table So that was before microwave So you had to put it in the oven Still it doesn't seem that fast The original TV dinner sold for 98 cents And had a production estimate of 5,000 dinners For the first year The name TV dinner was coined by Jerry Thomas Who was a Canadian Did you know that? (laughs) No
0: Yeah. How would I know that?
1: Well, you should know that. But. Y- and you could now bring this up in conversations at the doctor's office. If you're waiting in the doctor's office. And I've already there, forgotten it. Just say, uh, excuse me, did you know that the person who coined the team TV term TV dinner was Canadian? Is his name Jerry with a G.
0: <laughs> Next.
1: And if they say, I didn't know that and I don't care, then you punch them. But here's a couple of little, uh, ti- a couple timeline moments of TV dinners after this. In 1960, Swanson added desserts, such as apple cobbler and brownies, to a new four-compartment tray. In 1969, the first TV breakfasts were marketed. Mm -hmm. Pancakes and sausages were the favorites. 1973, the first... I'm so hungry for a TV dinner right now. You're going to get really hungry. 1973, the first Swanson Hungry Man dinners were marketed. Oh, the fried chicken. And they were a lot bigger. They were larger portions. Yes. uh, And American football player Mean Joe Green was the Hungry Man spokesman. And then 1986, the first microwave oven safe trays were
0: marketed. They're not as good, though. It's better in the oven.
1: I don't... don't, I'll say. This is going to be a bold statement. You've never
0: had one from the oven. I've
1: never had one from the oven.
0: I'm sure when you were real little, you would probably did, and you just don't remember. I never was little. I grew. <laughs> I was
1: born an adult. Benjamin Cause, Button here.
0: Because I don't think you probably...
1: Why do you think I'm getting younger and you're getting older? It's a weird situation here.
0: That's true. I never thought of it. Okay, I'm not. My back hurts.
1: September 12, 1953 <laughs> was a Saturday. U.S. Senator John Fitzgerald Kennedy... What does he do? Big. in 1953, you think? Big deal.
0: Runs for president? Nope. I'm so dumb. I don't know.
1: No, he married Jacqueline Lee Bouvier oh. at St. Mary's Church in Newport, Rhode Island. 600 diplomats, senators, and social figures crowded into St. Mary's Church to hear the Archbishop of Boston perform the rites and read a special blessing from the Pope. According to bestlifeonline.com, there was a list of notable things about this wedding. Mm-hmm. So I only took the ones that I think are notable. So some okay. of them I didn't think were notable. but. Um, uh, I don't know if you know, but on the day of her wedding, Jackie Kennedy looked absolutely flawless in her ivory tissue oh, silk Lord. dress. It was so stunning. In fact, you'd never know that it was made in just 14 days.
0: By th- Chinese six-year-olds. No,
1: actually, it was an American ma- American made. And oh. his dad insisted that it, they couldn't use a French designer, I guess, which Jackie you know, was mad about.
0: Because, yeah, because she wanted the French. Yeah. The and couture.
1: She, and she felt like it made her look more flat than usual. She was very upset, but... But oh. Joe Kennedy insisted because he knew JFK would run for president and can't have a French designer. Anyway, but two weeks before the big day, a water main break <laughs> in the studio of dress designer Anne Lowe damaged Kennedy's original gown. That's why she had to make a new one two weeks before oh the wedding. Oh, my
0: God. That's pressure.
1: Yeah. This is according to Rosemary E. Reed Miller, author of Threads of Time, The Fabric of History. Uh, <laughs> she explained <laughs> in an interview with NPR uh, she had to redo it all in two weeks. Uh, and it wasn't just Jackie's dress that was destroyed in that water main break. According to Miller, 14 dresses in total were ruined as a result of the incident. Lowe had to recreate 14 of the 22 pieces oh, she made for geez. the wedding just weeks before the Kennedys would say, I do.
0: She probably stayed up nights doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I already told you about the French designer debacle. At, uh, right. So, also, did you know that Jackie's mom mm-hmm. allegedly made sure that her dad was too drunk to walk her down the aisle? Oh, geez. Uh So, her stepdad actually walked her down the aisle and they... They told the public that her dad had the flu, but, but he was too drunk the mom the ex wife yeah got him got him drunk and let him to the bottle or something oh, um, yeah uh let's see, and I think those are those are kind of the the, yeah, big, the big the big the big big items. water main dr thing the bridesmaid's dresses the she hated her dress blah 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 all right, designer. we can move on. I thought there was like one other. That was the drunk thing. That that was it. Um, Yeah, Black Jack Bouvier was deemed in no shape to do his fatherly duty.
0: Black Jack Bouvier? That's
1: what his name was, apparently.
0: That's kind of a badass name. Her
1: stepdad, Hugh D. the second, walked her down the aisle. All right, and that brings us to September 25th, 1953. Uh, And this is the date in pro wrestling of the EMLL 20th Anniversary Show in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. at the Arena Coliseo. The main event was a showdown between two of the biggest names in Luca Libra ever, as the, Lucha Libra ever mm-hmm. as the masked icons El Santo and Blue Demon continued their decade-spanning rivalry when El Santo defended the NWA World Welterweight Championship against Blue Demon. Santo had defeated and unmasked Blue Demon's tag team partner and friend Black Shadow the previous year, which was the impetus for the feud between Santo and Demon. On this night, Blue Demon was victorious, claiming the championship and three long hard-fought falls. Are you glad I brought pro wrestling to 1953?
0: I was trying to figure out how you did that.
1: I did it that way. By magic. There was only one thing that happened in 1953 that I could find.
0: Well, I'm glad we, we talked about it. Aren't you? Mm-hmm. And
1: that brings us to September 28th. Oh, yeah. Uh, and brings us to your story. Yes. With whatever you have. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happened on the same day. Oh,
0: let me turn. Hold on. On
1: September 28th. This juvenile microphone. Jury. Let me turn Last off my airs on NBC as it moves to CBS. A sh- TV show called Juvenile Jury. Hold on. Where they have a jury of children solve problems.
0: I told you to hold on. So, I'm going to talk about the kidnapping of Bobby Greenlease.
1: Okay. The. Kidnapping of Bobby Greenlease. Do you know anything about that? All I know is that it happened on September twenty eighth, nineteen fifty three. The same day that Juvenile Jury uh-huh. last airs on NBC <laughs> before it moves to CBS. Okay. It's a it's a jury of <laughs> children. <laughs> you don't have to repeat it. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> said
0: you weren't listening. I know, but I'm sure the other people were. All right. What other people? That's true. All right. Okay. So six year old Bobby Greenlease. Okay. Was the son of Robert C. and Virginia Greenlees.
1: Okay. Robert C. and Virginia. A nice couple. They have a six-year-old. Nothing bad will happen.
0: His 71-year-old father was one of the largest Cadillac dealers in the nation. Okay. So he's an old man, but he's the, real well off.
1: The father of the kid who was Who's kidnapped? Six. or the Yeah. Or no, the he's the father. The father. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 78-year-old man. 71. 71-year-old. The
0: six-year-old. The Greenleases lived in Mission Hills, Kansas, the most elite suburb in the Kansas City area.
1: I was going to say, that sounds like an elite suburb.
0: Yeah. The kidnappers, Carl Austin Hall and Bonnie Brown Hetty, had both known privilege earlier in their lives. Oh.
1: So that's the thing. If you know privilege, it's hard to live without it. But if you don't know privilege, it's easy to be broke.
0: That's right. It was at military school, in fact, that Hall met Paul Greenlease, who was the older adopted brother of Bobby.
1: Oh, he was adopted, huh?
0: Paul was. Um, Hall later inherited a substantial amount of money from his father, but he blew it, failing at a number of business ventures.
1: So, Hall was adopted. No. Hall from his father, not Greenleaf guy.
0: No. Bobby Greenleaf was adopted. Yes. And he's the older brother of... No, no.
1: Of the kid that was kidnapped.
0: Paul Greenleaf was adopted. He's the older adopted brother of Bobby Greenleaf, who was kidnapped.
1: But... The guy who did the kidnapping, Carl Hall, Hall. Carl Hall
0: was not adopted,
1: and his money. Let's put isn't, those
0: rumors to rest. And,
1: and his money isn't from Greenlease at all. It's from his own dad,
0: right? Something Hall. And but he blew all of it.
1: He blew all his
0: money. Then he robbed a number of cab drivers. His total take was thirty-eight dollars, and he was <laughs> Wait, sent. His
1: total, his total take from a number of cab yes. drivers was thirty-eight bucks. But,
0: yep, and he was sent to the Missouri State Pen for that. Oh, Missouri. In prison, he dreamed of making the big score.
1: Okay. A score that would allow
0: him to once again live in luxury, like you were saying.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because once you have luxury, you can't live without it. But if you don't know no luxury.
0: then I don't know. It's like they say
1: about first class, like Seinfeld always said. If you've never been in first class, you don't know what you're missing. But if you have.
0: Yeah. I've been in first class.
1: And are you, is One it time. rough every time you're in coach now?
0: Yeah. I mean, not now. It was so long ago. I don't even remember. You don't remember even
1: it. know how to ride a plane. Like, you're still somebody who thinks it's okay to put your seat back on a plane. I know. You're not supposed to do that. People get pissed.
0: Well, listen. Yeah? It's not that big of a deal. Go we'll get over it.
1: Well, people are getting punched.
0: All right. Anyway. All right. Anyway. I don't even want to be on a plane because people are, punch- yeah. are, are insane right now.
1: Yeah. I think if you... I'm sure most times it's not, but you see those on videos all the time.
0: Well, th- not algorithm- only that, when we flew to Scotland, there was somebody who went crazy on oh, the yeah, plane. yeah,
1: somebody went crazy. That's true. They were going crazy, yelling, screaming.
0: Yeah, That's it's true. and you, we were over the ocean. I was like, what the fuck are they going to do?
1: Yeah, you can't crash land in the ocean.
0: I mean, imagine being the person sitting next to that person. Oh, that would be rough. Yeah. All right, I, anyway. I guess they'd
1: have to just push her out. <laughs> I didn't think about that then, but now I'm thinking. She, I mean, she's the one yelling.
0: Yeah, get out. All right, anyway. so Hall had la- later said that the kidnapping was the only crime where he could strike once and then retire for life.
1: Okay, a kidnapping, because then you get the money, and yep. then nobody ever wants to come after you, and there's no retribution ever.
0: So then he gets out of prison, and he's this stocky guy, and his hair's kind of thinning.
1: Hey, hey, hey.
0: Living in- I'm a stocky guy <laughs> whose hair is thinning. He was li- living in St. Joseph, Missouri, Okay. and he started going with Hetty.
1: Now, how far is that from St. Louis?
0: St. Joseph, a couple hours.
1: East? North? I south? i say it's west.
0: West. St. Saint, Saint Louis is east on the coast, or not the coast, the, the border, line between the border, yeah, before Illinois. Illinois, yeah. So it's uh, it's west. Okay. But I don't know. Or south or something. So anyway, anyway Hetty was this kind of plump, uh, but not entirely unattractive sex worker. Okay. Hetty he, was
1: a plump. Huh, plump doesn't mean unattractive. Right. There's a lot of plump people that are attractive.
0: And so he's going like with her. her. Okay. She owned her own home.
1: Wait, he's dating her? Yeah. Okay. She and owned her own home. That's
0: good for her. And they would get drunk all the time together, but he would beat that's, on her.
1: Oh, geez, that's not good. Even when that took a turn. when she was
0: arrested for the kidnapping, she had marks on her from him beating on her. Geez, poor so girl. So, throughout the summer of 1953, yeah, Hall and Hetty would make these trips to Kansas City to all watch right. and follow the Greenleases because they've pegged they, them. They
1: knew they had money and that was a good target. That was right, a mark.
0: Yes. So at one point. At, at first, Hall was going to kidnap the 11-year-old daughter, but then he decided the 6-year-old boy would be easier prey. Okay. Bobby, the little boy, yeah. was enrolled at, ca- at a fashionable Catholic school in midtown Kansas City. Okay. In the late morning of September twenty eighth, 1953. Oh,
1: the same day that, like I said, Juvenile Jury last aired on NBC. The, right.
0: The 41-year-old Hetty walked into the school and told a nun she was Bobby's aunt.
1: Okay. That she
0: and Virginia Greenlease had been shopping on the Country Club Plaza when Virginia had had a heart attack.
1: Oh, boy. She said
0: she was there to take Bobby to the hospital.
1: Oh, boy. And they, of course, bought it hook, line, and sinker. Yep, and
0: Bobby brought, was brought in. He walked right up to her, took her hand, and walked out. She later said he was so trusting. Oh, boy. So, Hetty then drives to the Cat's Drug Store at 39th and Main, okay. where Hall was waiting in the parking lot. Okay. They then That's drove easy. a few miles directly to Kansas, which triggered the Lindbergh statute where it's a federal case because it goes across state lines. Oh,
1: that's from the Lindbergh baby thing.
0: Right. In a vacant... All right. Okay. Uh, get ro- Just batting it down right now. Oh, boy. In a vacant Overland Park, Kansas field. Overland Park? Yeah.
1: You know who lives in Overland Park? Who? Brendan Kaye. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He lives in Overland Park he, he right can now. He could
0: go to this field. He, c- sh- he should go visit yeah, this field. Yeah, he should go f-
1: see if he knows about this.
0: Hetty got out of the car yeah. and walked a short distance away while Hall took care of killing the child.
1: Oh! First, he tried to him? strangle
0: the boy. But wait the a minute.
1: Wait a minute. Isn't the whole point to get ransom?
0: I don't know why. Oh. I, they don't ever talk too much about why they kill him right away. Oh, that whole, I thought the whole plot
1: was to get money.
0: They, I, th- I guess they just don't want to be identified, so they try to get the money.
1: And then they can't find him? Ever. Yeah,
0: or something. But huh. anyway, he tries to strangle him, but the rope he was using was too short. So then he punches him and knocks out his front tooth. Oh, Finally, a he a pushes the child down and shoots him in the head with a thirty eight pistol. Oh, my god! Young Bobby did not live 30 minutes after being abducted. Oh, they then kid. drove the 60 miles back to St. Joseph and buried the body in Hetty's backyard in a grave that Hall had dug the night before. Oh. So he was planning on killing him.
1: Yeah, he knew he was going to kill him, which doesn't seem to make sense to me.
0: He then planted flowers on the grave so anyone looking into the yard would think it was a flower garden. So... The Greenleases, meanwhile, yeah. they get a call from the school, for, and it's a nun, and she's asking how Mrs. Greenleaf's health is g- doing. Yeah,
1: they're like, what are you talking
0: about? Right. And then, so they realize Bobby's missing.
1: They didn't realize until then? It was the, it was, been same, same, day. the same day. It yeah.
0: was the same day. So they call the police, and then, um, meanwhile, Hall sends them a pin that Bobby was wearing oh with boy. a ransom note. Uh-oh. And it's, he wants $600,000 in tens and twenties. Yeah. And he had calculated that this amount would weigh about 80 pounds and that a million would weigh too much for him to carry. Okay. So that's how, why, how he got that number. That's
1: how he picked that number. And he'd be able to carry it.
0: Yeah, he could carry it. So Robert Greenlease calls several of his closest friends to try to get the money. He contacted the head of a local bank, Arthur Eisenhower, who was brother of the incumbent president. Really? Dwight D. Boy. Eisenhower
1: little connection of fame here. I can't believe we haven't
0: heard of this. And he saw to it that the serial numbers on every bill were recorded. Okay. And they later printed those serial numbers in the newspaper. Oh,
1: good. Yeah.
0: While Robert is collecting the money, yep. Hall keeps calling them and yep. contacting them. He reassures Virginia, who spoke to him four different times, that not only was Bobby alive, he was quite a handful, and the kidnappers were certainly earning their money.
1: He has kids are pain in the ass, even though he was really dead.
0: Yeah. So finally, a week after the kidnapping, the money was delivered Actually, twice, because Hall couldn't find it the first time.
1: So they had to go retrieve it and redeliver it to another place? Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: While the Greenleases waited for word of where to find Bobby, Hall and Hetty drove to St. Louis. Yep. As word of the kidnapping hit the media, it became a nationwide sensation. Really? Kansas City has always been one of the crime capitals of America.
1: Okay. And at the I time of the
0: Greenlease kidnapping, the ransom paid was the largest in the history of the nation.
1: Really? Even bigger than Lindbergh? Thing? Yeah.
0: Wow. Meanwhile, in Saint Louis, Hall and Hetty were at a loss as to what to do next. So they ditched the car that they that drove they drove there in. Yep. And started using taxis. Yep. After a round of bar hopping, they rented a small apartment in South St. Louis. Hall deposited the intoxicated Hetty in the apartment, left a few thousand dollars for her and then he took, took off, off for the good life. The money, yep. yeah? And um he hooked up with the next con cab driver and that and and a sex worker, and the three of them started buddying around oh, together. Wow. That's a weird and, switch. And here's the funny part. Are you ready? Is it f- really funny? The, they ended up, the trio, the three of them, the sex worker, the cab driver, and Hall, ended up. The sex
1: up, worker, the cab driver,
0: and me. They ended up at the Coral Courts Motel in St. Louis County. Wait a minute. Do you remember that place?
1: The Coral Courts Motel. It was
0: all tile. Wait, the how would I know? Outside. How would I remember it? You, I drove you by it and I pointed it out different times. You did? It was, like, it was the tackiest motel ever. It was all So you're all familiar made with those My mom. Um, yeah, my mom. So
1: Amy and her family are from St. Louis. Yeah,
0: and my mom and my aunts and uncles all had a party there.
1: Oh, my gosh. And I like, remember you telling me about that party, so that sounds familiar.
0: So anyway, that's where they are at oh the Coral God. Courts Motel. It, if you ever have a chance to Google the Coral Courts Motel, you've got to do it. Is it still
1: around? No. Oh, okay, no. it's gone. Um, but it was when you and I started yeah, dating. Yeah, it was And you showed there. it to me. I did. When we got married there. I've only been to Missouri like
0: I know. Five that's true. Times,
1: but you showed me everything a couple times.
0: And it, the, at the time, the Coral Courts was kind of renowned as a place where someone could stay for a while with no questions asked really, if you know what of i'm seedy saying underbelly yes
1: underbelly of
0: st louis yes in fact each of the beige tiled units had its own garage <laughs> beige so tile. no car would be left indiscreetly in view of those passing really? by on route 66 also it was you right tell on route 66 The Coral Courts was built in 1941 by John Carr, who was a man long rumored to be mob-connected. Really? And who had run a posh brothel in St. Louis for years. You know,
1: posh brothels are my favorite types of brothels.
0: So Hall is in Coral Courts, and he's lavishing money on the cab driver and the sex worker. Yep. She would later say that he stayed so drunk and nervous that he couldn't perform sexually. Oh, boy. So he had converted the cab driver to his personal valet, kind of. Okay. Giving him a fistful of money and telling him to buy clothes for him or whatever he felt he he, needed. So the cab
1: driver was really going to town with a sex worker probably
0: Probably, so the cab driver goes and tells gangster Joe Costello who oh. owns the cab company yeah. about his free spending customer he's like this guy's this giving guy's me fistfuls us... of money and telling yeah. me to go buy his clothes and he's tipping me up and down
1: I love that at the cab company's owned by mobster yeah <laughs> so, well St. Louis yeah, yeah. Was Cost- that, was St. Louis is known for mobster
0: uh, th- it, it, back then it, I think back then uh, there was a it's, okay. it got a huge Italian community there
1: okay so that's sort of a stereotype so all Italians.
0: No, I'm not saying that. I'm no, just saying say it. That Go ahead and say it. That
1: all Italians no. in St. Louis are mobs. I'm,
0: what, one quarter Italian myself? Oh, yeah,
1: so. you anyway. are. Yeah, you're allowed to say that about yourself. So anyway. You're in the mob.
0: So Costello, yes. the owner of the cab company, he calls St. Louis Police Lieutenant Louis Shoulders. Louis Shoulders? Louis Shoulders. Louis Shoulders. So Hall... Guided by the cab driver, rents an apartment just inside the city limits of St. Louis. Okay. And shortly after moving in with, with the money, he was arrested by Lieutenant Shoulders and a patrolman, Elmer Dolan, who was Shoulders' driver.
1: Okay, so they both
0: arrest Hall They arrest right. Hall after um, the but cab they, drive the cab company owner called them. But and they, said, don't right, they don't know him why. Right. They don't know why he's okay, got all yeah, that money. Gotcha. Um, Hall was then taken in for questioning about the large amount of money he was carrying around. Okay, he was taken to the Newstead Police Station in North St. Louis, and from that point on, history is on slippery footing concerning the ransom money. Shoulders and Dolan, the two cops, okay. said they brought the suitcase and a Footlocker stuffed with more than five hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cash into the station. There would later be testimony that no one saw them bring the suitcase in at that time. They said they did. In any event, only $300,000 was recovered. Ooh. So once arrested, it didn't take long for Hall to break down. Hetty was arrested at the South St. Louis apartment where she'd been dumped by Hall. Okay. On October 7th, 1953...
1: You didn't tell me that date, so I don't have anything. I know.
0: Police and reporters were racing for Hetty's house in St. Joseph where Bobby's body was dug up. Okay. Amidst the widespread rage at the murder. Okay, now this part is from my source, which I'll say at the end because I don't want to lose my place right now. Amidst the widespread rage at the murder of Bobby, there was an immediate investigation into the missing ransom money. The glory that Shoulders and Dolan might normally have enjoyed, leading to almost certain promotions, became a dirty scandal that the St. Louis Police Department has never quite shaken off. Okay. One thing the investigation determined was that Hall had purchased a shovel. He would later say he'd wanted to bury some of the money but couldn't find a suitable place. Okay. He couldn't remember precisely where he'd gone. And then he later gave a statement saying, I feel sure that all the ransom money had been with him at the time of his arrest. So he keeps going he's like i was gonna bury it but then i changed my mind i'm almost positive i had all of it but you know like yeah yeah, that kind of thing once hall and hetty confessed to the crime then they just resigned themselves to being executed okay and swiftly when a federal jury in kansas city returned the verdict it said that hetty smiled really prior to hall's execution St. Louis Circuit Attorney Edward Dowd went to the, the penitentiary the pen- in penitentiary, in Jefferson City, Missouri okay. and took a statement from Hall concerning the Jefferson missing money. Jefferson City is the capital of Missouri, right? Yes. So he took a statement from Hall concerning the missing money. Okay. This is what Hall's statement was in part. Realizing that my execution for the kidnapping and murder of Bobby Greenlease is near at hand, I am giving this statement as being exactly the truth of my handling of the ransom money in St. Louis, October 5th and 6th, 1953. I feel sure that all the money was with me in the townhouse at the time of my arrest. I could see the keys on a bureau in the closet after Lieutenant Shoulders had taken them from me. Mm -hmm. There was a light on in the closet, and I could see the keys as I left the apartment with the police. I was the last to leave the apartment. I have given the above statement freely and voluntarily, knowing that my death is near at hand, and being very anxious to tell the entire truth about this matter. So then... On December 18th, 1953.
1: Yeah, oh, the same day that insert something here.
0: Only 81 days after the kidnapping, yeah. Hall and Hetty were executed side by side at wow. the Mich- Missouri State Penitentiary. Really? The pair who had declined to seek mercy at trial also declined to appeal once convicted.
1: How were they executed? I'll tell you. Oh, sorry. The
0: Missouri authorities had installed a second chair in the gas chamber Chairs. so Hall okay. and Hetty could be executed simultaneously. Oh,
1: gas chamber.
0: Hetty was the only woman to ever be executed in the gas chamber. Really? It's said that Hetty had chirped on cheerfully as she was led into the gas chamber and while she was being strapped in until Hall finally told her to be quiet. Wow. Shoulders and Dolan, the two cops, yeah. were later convicted in federal court on a charge of perjury for supposedly lying about the sequence of events from the time they arrested Hall until the time the money was brought into the Newstead police station and
1: counted. Oh, really? So they may have taken some money.
0: Various police clerks and police officers testified that they had seen Shoulders and Dolan when they entered the police station with Hall and that they did not see the men carrying anything. Shoulders said the money was outside in the car and that he brought it into the station after bringing Hall into the station. The official theory is that Shoulders and Dolan, who both left the station on what they said were personal errands after bringing Hall in, returned to the townhouse apartment, stole half the money, then brought the remaining half into the police station through a rear door. Uh. Hall's statement, of course, directly contradicted that of Shoulders and Dolan, since Hall maintained the money was left behind in the apartment, while they said it was taken into custody at the time of the arrest.
1: Mm.
0: And the first flaw, when you think about what happened to the Green Lease money is it it begins with whether you believe Carl Hall or yeah. not.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I don't know.
0: He how brutally murdered Bobby. Yeah, how could you and then believe? dumped the body and then dumped his crime partner and went off. Yeah. And, but and if he's
1: already but he's already gonna die, what motivation would he have to lie anymore?
0: That's the other point. Yeah. And I mean it's possible that he wanted to take revenge on the police officers. Yeah,
1: I mean he might not have had any mo you know, he might not have Giving a shit about anything, so it's hard. It's a loose cannon.
0: But their careers were truly destroyed through all of this. Yeah. Coral Courts Motel has been torn down. The eight acres on which the motel has stood has been turned into a subdivision. Oh. With many of the principals in this drama dead, and even with the Coral Courts Motel gone, one has to conclude that the missing Greenlease money will always remain a mystery. However, if you're a, of a prospecting mind you might take Old Telegraph Road to Merrimack River, then go east toward the Mississippi. And those were the words of, hold on, now I can tell you, MissouriDeathRoad.com. com. Ooh, that's a,
1: interesting. And Wikipedia. So this is like a hometown story for you. Kinda, yeah. Did you know about all this beforehand?
0: Um, I think I, not not when I from when I lived there, I didn't. I'd never heard of you it.
1: You Didn't all like not everybody in St. Louis knows right. this story. Right, like
0: anymore. I I know of it from. Being into true crime, but not yeah. when I was younger. I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't something everybody knew. I always knew where the Coral Courts Motel was.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Cause it, I can't believe you actually thought I would remember what that is. Like, I don't even know. It if was so tacky. Yeah. It's like
0: the weirdest looking building yeah. you've ever seen. So it's like,
1: but it doesn't even exist anymore now. No, I know. But you can probably Google pictures of it, right?
0: Yeah, my mom, I think, has pictures of her and my aunts and uncles' hammered party <laughs> at that party. I'm sure they're going
1: yeah. to appreciate you talking about that yep um that was back when they were well that was a very good one i'm glad you came back to do that well Uh,
0: i'm yeah like i like to do the podcast it's just right now with school is you know very taking up all my time very
1: busy yeah i've never seen anybody work more than you as far as like all of your free time you go to school and work and then you come home and work and then all weekend you work evenings yeah. weekends every night and it's i just wonder it's like i is know it worth all that work like you don't get paid for it so i know anyway but you care you're a dedicated person
0: well and what else would i do
1: this september 29th oh make room for daddy starring danny thomas premieres on abc known as the danny thomas show oh yeah you remember that show no ever heard of it i've heard make, of make it. room for daddy sounds familiar
0: yeah but
1: danny thomas plays the role of danny williams a successful comedian and nightclub entertainer at the Copa Club, based on the iconic New York City nightclub, the Copa Cabana. Yeah. Gene Hagen played his serious and loving wife, Margaret. Their daughter, Terry, was played by Sherry Jackson, and their son, Rusty, by Rusty Hamer. The show's premise involved Danny rarely having time to spend with his family and Margaret having to deal with the children virtually on her own. Sounds hilarious. Uh, yeah. Because she often felt neglected by Danny and felt like leaving him several times. Funny show. Yeah, uh, and that same day, the first department store to sell insurance is Carson, Peary, Scott in Chicago. Okay, I didn't know uh, a yeah, department, department store, store sold, sold
0: insurance. insurance. Yeah. yeah, and
1: then we got one more birthday. Amy, Amy hates birthdays. Amy hates birthdays. Can't leave September 1953 okay. without this m- most important performer in American history. American actor Drake Hogestein is born September twenty ninth. Who is this? He, well, he graduated from Northside High School, where uh, their colors are red and white, home of the legends. Notable alumni include Dick Hickox, All-American College basketball player, and Jeanette Reidman Pennsylvania State Representative. Uh Anyway, you don't know who Derek Huggstein is? He attended the University of South Florida in Tampa on a baseball scholarship. It's a
0: sports person? No,
1: majoring in pre-dentistry. And he graduated with a double major in microbiology and applied sciences, and then he was drafted by two professional baseball organizations, which I didn't know. He is know. a sports person. No, he's not. St. Louis Cardinals and New York Yankees. Uh, he signed with the Yankees, played third base for one of their farm teams that was injured in 1978, but then he won uh, like a star search contest of finding people, and he became um. a regular actor. Uh, he got a role on Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. You ever hear of that show? Yeah, it's a and movie, then, I think. It was a movie, and he was one of them, but then he's most known for his role as John Black Days of Our Lives. Oh, my God. Drake Hogestine, the greatest actor and probably greatest human being. All
0: right, got to wind this up. He's
1: a really good-looking man. I Every woman wants to be with him. Every man wants to be him. And then on September 30th, Earl Warren was appointed Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. But that's nothing compared to Drake Augustine's birthday. All right. And that's we get September out here, 1953. Barrett. It's time to get out of here. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, Amy. Thanks for being here you're on welcome. the podcast. Thank you for having you me. start. I love you. Well, it's your I podcast. You, you're the best. Amy's great. Everybody's happy to have her. Everybody Isn't her voice so soothing? Well, right now it's
0: a little bit No, it creepy. sounds
1: good. No, it always sounds good. You just have such a nice voice. Oh, you're it's sweet. like butter. You're sweet. Nope, you're a good woman. You're a good woman. Good woman. Keep kicking ass. A good good woman. Yep, it is time to get out of here. Chuck Chuck Berry. It's also time to let
0: go. You want to say hi to anybody? Is there anybody? You to say? Are you? Are you just trying to repeat what I say? Stop saying what I say. Stop saying what I (laughs) say.
1: Stop saying (laughs) what I say. And Ego Trip is the greatest band of all time. Buy their music.